friends, and welcome to The Gnome Podcast. I'm your host, Liz Burns, and today we are continuing the Enneagram series with um, my favorite Enneagram? I don't know. But my personal number, we are talking about all things Enneagram 3. And today I welcome a good friend all the way from Canada, Amber Sueza, to talk about Enneagram 3, their fears, their desires, and what makes them tick. I hope you'll enjoy it. Let's check it out right now. Welcome back to the Gnome Podcast, friends. I am so excited, and not just because we finally made it to Enneagram 3s. Um, I did have to fight every instinct to not do 3s first, but because I have a good friend of the podcast and a friend of us, and we've just known uh, this family for a long time, and because she has Frenchies. Ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome my good friend, Amber. Amber, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Liz. That's so Amber, excited Tell everybody where you're joining us from. Yeah, so I'm in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Woo! Okay, yeah, and today is today is uh, the end of October, and it's, it's supposed to be the first snow. So it's October 23rd, and today it's gonna snow. No way! So, no first snow. Yeah, girl, it's a high of 85 today here in Florida. I know. I'm I'm really missing that. That's wild. Okay, so <laughs> I know you and your husband, um, but will you tell our listeners just like a 30 second of who you are? Yeah. So I'm a Tex born Texan turned Floridian who is now Canadian because we moved here to plant a church, um, almost eight years ago. And, uh, we love Canada. We love the people of Canada, but we also have a big heart for Florida and Lakelanders. So I'm so excited to be sharing with those, but I've also been a massage therapist running my own business for 18 years. Amazing. I love that. And so Amber, you may not know this about our podcast, but we are highly pet friendly. So I'm thrilled about this already because I know the answer, but will you tell us, do you have any pets? Oh, of course I do. We <laughs> love animals, but we have two Frenchies, just like you. And man, you know what? Like that fits into our Enneagram three really well because we just love, you know, the best things and we love to be seen with the best. And and so um Frenchies are the most admired dog. And oh, so of course two Enneagram threes would have Frenchies. But yeah, we love our, our okay, dogs. Okay, tell them your name, their names, their colors, like all the things. Yeah. So Joey is our boy and Estelle is our girl and they're about the same age. They're just uh, two weeks apart. Gosh, and so, so it's off of Joey. friends. <laughs> yes, I know. But this is based on friends, Joey Tribbiani and Estelle, the agent. I fully know exactly what you mean. Um, we are having a little bit of, in our household, we also have two Frenchies. Ours are half brothers, um, but they the older one, Gus, he's four. And then George just turned two, but he's so bad. And he's a bad boy. He's like, yes, he's eaten the wall, Amber. Like he, eats. yes. Okay. Yes, is I that understand. a thing? I, I think so. For the boys. Okay. This is my, this is our third Frenchie. Like yeah. we had a Frenchie before and um, the girls don't do that, but the boys do. Okay, maybe that's where we went wrong. Yeah. I'm like, is this like, you know, when humans chew ice, it means like we need iron or something. And I'm like, does he have like a, like a lack of something in his diet? Like, does he, is he low on iron? Why is he eating the wall? Like, I know we just need to start a Frenchie podcast so we can just talk out all the, all the joys of parenting Frenchies. How, the joys. Yeah. Having a Frenchie <laughs> is really like a designer purse. You know, it's great right. to look at. <laughs> is it the smartest dog? No. 
Um, is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Shout out Frenchies. If you're listening, we love you. Yes. Um, yes. Okay. So Amber, I'm very excited because we have talked about Enneagram sevens. We have talked about Enneagram eights, but it's time for the threes, man. So yes, me and tell our listeners and I'll interject because I'm a three, because this is my number. I didn't want to just do the episode alone. I wanted to have another three to do it with. Um, tell me what's your understanding overall picture of what are threes? Threes. I, I love the Enneagram and I love threes, of course, because I am one, but we are the achievers. We're the goal setters. And really there's not a goal that you normally set for yourself that you don't accomplish. Mm. We accomplish a lot and we can take on a lot. And so, um, man, I just love getting beside and behind and with and lead threes because, uh, we, we can do so much together and accomplish more together. And so, yeah, accomplishing and yeah. achieving is the yeah. main goal. Like achievers, accomplishers. Like I remember when I was reading originally about threes, you know, cause you go through it and you're like, Oh, what's my number. And I was like, Holy cow, this is accurate. Like it was mm-hmm. just saying like, you were probably like a good student. You were probably like, you know, very much like teacher's pet. You very much are going to like try to win everything. Even I remember reading one thing and it was like, you were probably the homecoming queen. And I was like, I was the homecoming queen. Like, how did you know that? Like, I was like, this is very specific. Um, And I think, I guess, like, okay, so I guess when we talk about Enneagram, right, it's the core values and core fears. So as Mm -hmm. I understand the core values of a three, we want to be um, seen as, like, having worth. Like, in other words, we want to, even more than being, like, loved, I would say, we want to feel like we are maybe um, like say in a workplace, like we really need to know that we are definitely part of something that we are. Um, I can't think of the word, but that just that we're adding to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, we have that. I, I think of it more as like moving forward. Like we don't want to stay in the same place. We, we don't want to feel like things are mundane or not going anywhere, but we want to see things going forward and in, in the process. And so whatever that goal might be, um, we're, we're going to put all of our attention on the things that are moving. And then we're going to try and motivate others to move forward with us. And that's yeah, how I, I love, see it. I love, I've heard about threes that like we make good cheerleaders. Like we are mm-hmm. very encouraging. Like, and I think a lot of that is because we want to be our best, do our best, accomplish our best. Like we do want that for those around us. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's a good thing in, in leadership particularly is that we will, want to raise the boat. Like, you know how the tide raises the boats. Like we want to bring everybody with us. Like, come on, let's do it. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if you find this Amber, but I'm definitely the gatherer of my friend group. So like, yes. I'm always like, if I don't plan it, it's not going to happen, you know? So I am a huge gatherer of people. Um, I find that I uh, am very much going to be sometimes like, like leadership, like even if it's like a random room, I'll be like, this room needs leadership. Like I'm just going to jump in and try to like, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. Be at like a theme park. And I'm like, guys, we should do the line here. And we should like, you know, um, because I think efficiency is yes. a big thing for us. Like, are right. you like me? Do you, are you a fast driver? Are you a fast talker? Are you a fast driver? <laughs> you, yeah. You just said everything about me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I like fast cars. I like to get there fast. I hate it when it snows because I have to drive slow. Like, yeah, I just want to move at a faster pace and I want to get things done faster. And yeah, Why with the leadership thing. Oh man, I, I just think that we're multitasking in a whole lot of different ways. Like for a really good example is like, um, so I run a massage therapy business and I, I love using massage therapy also in ministry. So I have lots of people that are within the church that come and see me and I feel like I can accomplish more and do more and move faster because people from the church are coming in. So they're, they're coming in and I get them for an hour at a time and I can get six, seven, eight appointments in a day. That's a lot, eight by the way, but like, think you, you're not going to have that many coffee dates in one day. That's true. But I'm able to meet one-on-one within an hour of each of their time. And I'm able to check in with them and do ministry and pastor them. But then I'm also able to do the massage therapy and make them feel better. I'm just like spinning all the hats. You know what I mean? And I can get more done at a faster pace. Yeah. You know, one thing I have said, like, cause it's one going to be long before we were going to get to the ugly stuff. Yeah. One thing that's a temptation for me, and if you're listening and I have done this to you, I uh, please forgive me, because we are fast. So in other words, our minds go fast. We jump topics very fast. My husband's always like, how did you get to that? <laughs> like, you know, and I'm like, in my mind, it made a ton of sense. Like it was this, you said this, then I went to that. And he's just like, whoa. Um, but because of that, I know that I don't, I'm not a patient person. So like, mm-hmm. I don't have good patience. Meaning if you, I think you're taking too long, like that's hard for me. So like, which is a total, this is like me fully admitting this is a negative. This is not a positive, nor is mm-hmm. it even just excusable because I'm a three. But what I'm saying is like, if you're telling a story and I feel like it's taking a really long time, I, in my mind already knew where you were going. So a lot of times I'm going to like jump in and I'm mm-hmm. like, that's wrong. Like I need to listen. I can't talk over you. Like I can't right. do things like that's not right. Um, but that's a huge negative for us because we are so bottom line driven. Yeah. Sometimes we miss the whole journey. So right. we not appreciate the ride to get there. We want to get there. And but you know what? I can relate to that, especially in conversation. Like I just need this conversation to move forward. You know what I mean? Like where are we going with this? But at the same time, like there's a, there's a quote that my husband always says, and it helps me to check, check myself. Mm-hmm. And he says people over tasks because an Enneagram three, your natural state, you're especially in an unhealthy state. It's going to be tasks over people. So tasks true. over people, but you have to flip it. Wow. You get people over tasks. And and when Ouch. you set that, I know, I know. And and when you think about it that way, you're like, okay, how if if people are my goal, yes. if 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 I'm if I'm focused on them being my goal, then that's gonna change it in my mind and I can slow down mm. and I can be more patient. Because so that's my goal. That's my yeah. achievement is to love them more than I love the task. Oh, good. It's almost like changing what achievement looks like. So right. achievement may not be, I got 15 things crossed off the list today, which by the way, there's no bigger high for somebody who's an achiever or three yeah. than crossing things off a list. It makes us tingly. But like, if I change that from something I could check off to like, our words today were the win. Like our conversation today was the win. I don't feel like I did anything that I could quantify as an achievement mm-hmm. today, but I know that I was living in God's plan today because I listened to someone or I went out of my way to text a friend, you know, just things like that. So I think it's a matter yeah. of 
changing, you know? Um, okay. So we talk about like the core value and I'll, I'll stay this. So what I understand to be the core fear of a three is like not mattering, not mm-hmm having worth in that way, not accomplishing. And for me, that has very much looked like, you know, threes when they talk about one of our big downfalls, deception is the word that comes out. And that's not yeah. a pretty word that anybody really wants to talk right. about. I don't think it's even like intentional deception. For me, I know that um, as a three, a lot of the, the line I think about a lot of times is we can be all things to all people. Like, right. It, very rare that I would find someone I could not find something to talk to about, find something in common with. But as I put on different masks to, I'm not talking about like COVID mask. I'm talking about like, here's, I should act like this. Here's, I should act like this. It could feel like you're being deceptive in that. It's like, do I even remember the true me? Or am I so concerned with being liked, being accepted, being someone this person would like that I lose the true self? Right for you. Well, you know what? Like I've read that a lot of times that that's that the fear is that you can't ever be yourself. Mm. And I don't, I don't really view it that way. I I like to look at it like, you know, I can become who I need to be in the situation, Mm. especially when it's one-on-one. I, we can relate because we can talk about our Frenchies all day. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And you find the common ground where the other person says, yeah, me too. And then you have a relational connection yeah. and that's how you make your way up the popularity ladder. You know, it, it, like you're friends with everybody mm-hmm. because you're able to say, yeah, me too. Like, yeah, yeah, we have this in common. And I don't think that that's a bad thing. I think that's a really good relational connection thing. I but like it, yeah. Yeah. Like I don't see it as a negative trait at all, but I do think that when you get lost in, in trying to relate to other people more than remembering the things that you personally love. And so if if you're forgetting about the things that you love and you're Mm -hmm. doing it because somebody else loves it, that's when it becomes a negative trait. No, I think that's, I think that's a really good way to look at it. Like it's, it's not so much like you have to lose yourself in the process, just that we're very good at finding commonality, Mm-hmm. You know, now you could lose yourself in the process, but like, yeah. I think they, the word chameleon is always used about threes. Like we truly can just find something, you know, we can adapt and that's a really positive thing. Um, we, you know, like when I talked to, um, our eights, you know, I, I told our eight friends, I said, one thing I love about you guys is that you just are who you are, you know, but the mm-hmm. eights, but what I really appreciate about threes is that you guys can honestly adjust to like every situation, you know, right? I guess right. it just kind of depends how you see it, right? Is it a positive? Is it a negative? That's like, that's going to be with any Enneagram type. Again, friends listening, there's no winning the Enneagram. There's no bad ones, good <laughs> ones, like, this is just a personality type. It's only meant to be a tool. It's only meant to help you get to know yourself, get to know your coworkers, your friends, your spouse, kids, whoever. It's a good tool. It's a good tool. Absolutely. You remember, like, I think, you know, my friends knowing these things about me as a three, like for me, um, and now this is, this could be very different, like love languages. Okay. So quality time is like very low on my love language list. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband's always like, this is so great. Cause like during football season, you know, like he's been watching the games. And I'm, like, I'm good. Like I, I don't <laughs> need that. But sometimes I wonder, is that because I don't have patience to sit and do all these things, you know, but like, 
for me as a three, I wonder to myself too, like, am I taking time to truly, truly sit down and wonder what am I feeling? Um, right. Your relationship with pain and bad circumstances, like as a three, mm. what do you think? What are your instincts in that situation? I'm just curious to hear. Yeah, that's, that's really interesting. I, I tend to skip over the pain if I can. Okay. Right. Like, I was like wondering if, I, if you were going to say that. <laughs> if, 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 if I don't have to dwell on it, if, if it's not an immediate danger, if it's not something that I have to you know, soak in, mm. if I can just like move on pretty quickly from that, I will. Yeah. Like there, there's no need to dwell in it. And I don't, I don't often like in an unhealthy Amber back in the day, I might've been venting to like 10 different people about my drama. But today I'm like, I just don't need to air my laundry. I don't, I don't need to let it all, you know, I don't need to talk about it. Well, part of that I've moved on. Part of that is perception too, because I will say threes are kind of perception. I'll say aware, um, but it could be obsessed. So like, I want to, in some ways, control the way you see me. Um, right. right. <laughs> and so that is a problem with pain in that, like, pain is not comfortable. I have a hard time sitting with pain. I really do. Like, yeah. I I don't know if it's time, like you said, and I just don't want things that don't have, like, I can't put a bow on it or I can't wrap it up quickly or cross it off my list because you can't be like, okay, let me grieve. Okay, grieve. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not how grief works. That's not how pain works. Um, So I think one of the things that's a, like a challenge for me and a temptation as a three is like trying to sort of pretend my way out of that, that this is not Mm -hmm. bothering me. And then I'll have a friend or somebody who really cares about me, look me in the eye and be like, are you really okay? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. and then it sort of, yeah. Then it all pours out and you're like, where did that come from? I didn't even know. (laughs) I didn't even know I was there. Yes. And, And yeah. And I'll have, uh, you know, we have, we're really close with our staff and in the intimate moments where they do see me vulnerable, they tell me later, like, those are the most cherished moments yeah. for them. Yeah. Right. They, they love to be able to see that emotional side because a three can be, you know, more focused on the task, less focused on the emotion, but I will say, so I'm a three wing four. Okay. Uh, I'm a three wing two. Okay. <laughs> okay. So a four a four is able to tap into the melancholic side. And so there are times where I'm like, I just need a really good, sad movie. And, <laughs> and, and I think for some threes, they'd be like, what? It, yeah. That's crazy. Why do you just want to sit and cry? I'm like, I just feel like I need to do that. But, no, I, but I, I don't want anybody in the room with me. Like, this is just me <laughs> and the TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love that. I love, um, I was going to bring up the wings, but yeah, I, I think it. I think that's a great thing to mention. I do think that, um, you know, control is another thing like we do like to we are strong leaders we are strong people but we do like to control the narrative i would say mm-hmm. because i want you to see what i want you to see so what you mentioned transparency that can be an issue for threes i know mm-hmm. like and not that everybody deserves like everybody deserves my authenticity not everybody deserves my transparency but like right. sometimes we're not even having transparent moments and that can be one of the most uncomfortable things for us like i've yeah. done counseling and you know which i firmly believe in i'm so pro counseling but i remember her being like we were probably like six sessions in and i finally cried and she was like 
oh, like this is the most real I've ever seen you because I was like, wow, a normal Liz thing. I was like trying to make her laugh, you know, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Why aren't you laughing? Like, I'm very funny, you know, like I'm yelling, <laughs> I'm trying to perform <laughs> for her, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, that's not what therapy is, you know, and I'm like, oh, yeah. you know, like you're not going to be impressed <laughs> by my, wit, you know, and, uh, <laughs> How do I win this counseling session? Thank you. That's literally <laughs> how I went into it. I'm like, I'm going to run in there. Just like, and she's just like staring at me blankly. And I'm like, oh no, like you're going to force me to face. I, I just feel like because we don't, we want to control the narrative. Sometimes bad things can happen and mm-hmm. we'll really rush to accept it. We'll really rush to try to make it okay. But there are some things that happen that just aren't okay. And right. that's, highly hard for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, I think it's really important that threes realize when they're stressed out. So, mm-hmm. and, and there's a thing, and I don't know if you, you've talked about this on your, I, I've listened to your Enneagram ones, the last few episodes, and, and I don't think we've talked about this, but um, there is a place where you go in your stress and, and your health. Yeah, so we do have relation. And this is why I love the Enneagram is because, yeah. you know, we might be able to relate to every number. You might have a little something that you're like, yeah, I, I love giving back and I love being the helper. Yeah. I love, you know, um, I love advocating for people that are less fortunate. And, you know, for me, I love learning. I mm. love to learn about something else. One of my new year's resolutions was every month I'm going to learn how to do something new that I've okay. never done before. And you know what? It wasn't even that hard. Like I just found that I was doing it naturally and, yeah. and I hit that goal really easily, but I love learning, but it doesn't mean I'm Enneagram five who loves learning and wisdom. Mm. I'm learning so that I can achieve more. Yeah, so yeah. it's all about the Enneagram. It's all about the motivation. And that's why I love it more than other personality typing mm. is because it's focused on the motivation behind the personality, why the person does what they do. The motivation for us is to achieve and accomplish. And so, and for a five, it's completely different. There's all about knowledge and how they grow their knowledge. So yeah. I, I just really love the Enneagram in that way, but it's, it's also a, a tool to help you understand other people yes. and how to motivate them. Yes. And, and so using that for our staff, for our leadership, for our, our dream team, like I love to understand where they're at so that I understand their motivations and how I could help motivate them. Yeah. But the stress is a really important thing. So mm-hmm. I have, my husband is an Enneagram nine and nines, uh, this is the negative side of them. They can be very slothful. They can, uh, they can just be on the couch and not think twice about yeah. it all day. We go and to nine in unhealth, right? Is it go, nine? That's, we go? Yeah. And unhealth yeah. when we're stressed out. And so that's my key identifier. I'm, I'm burnt out. I've done too much is when I find myself vegging out on the couch. The Netflix binge. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like normally on my day off, I'm doing the laundry, I'm getting stuff done, I'm decorating for the fall season, I'm getting everything. And Daniel's like, chill, like just yeah, yeah, hang yeah, out yeah. for a little bit. And I'm like, no, I'm like able to do all this stuff. I have the free time. Yeah. And, and for him, he, he would just rather chill out. Yeah. And, and so when I join him in that, not for the one-on-one time, but for me to be just like, I just need to chill, I, that actually is a red flag for me. Yeah. Oh, I'm stressed out. Oh, yeah. I've had too much. I've been working too hard. Because we're all or nothing sometimes. So it's yeah. like either in the zone killing it or it's like, I want to do nothing. Like yeah. there's very little in between for me. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, I was going to say, like, I think 
all of this, you know, because I remember um, people saying to me, like, do you know about the Enneagram? I don't know if this is Christian based. And like, look, I'm not holding the Enneagram up as a uh, the word of God. This is not that. But I will say, even in the way we relate to the Lord. Yeah. For me as a three, I have to watch that I'm not treating time with the Lord as something to accomplish that I'm not like, well, did my Bible plan for the day? I'm done. You know, I remember two years ago, God gave me the word, just like refresh. Like he's just like, stay a while, like sit with me with nothing on your mind, with nothing to do. And I'm thinking like, okay, couldn't you have asked me to like build a church, you know, because I'm good at doing very bad at being, um, what have been some ways you think it's positively and negatively impacted you as a believer? The Enneagram has impacted Or just you as a three. Oh, um, I, I really think that it's helped me to understand other people better. Mm-hmm. Like I initially got into the Enneagram because I was having a hard time understanding the motivations of one of our staff members. Mm-hmm. And this has been, you know, early days of our church planting, but I was just like, I, for whatever reason, I don't understand why they do it this way. And I do it this way. I, well, why are we not the same at all? Yeah. And, and then when, um, and, and they had, learned about it before and they researched and said, Oh, I'm an Enneagram seven. Mm. And so when I, when I looked that up, I was like, Oh yeah. Because one of the things that really, um, something that really irks me is, is the lack of follow through. Mm. If somebody doesn't follow through, you say you're going to do it, but you don't, if you're not dependable, man, that puts you pretty low on my list. Yeah. Like I've got, I've got to have some follow through because together, like, I feel like I'm failing you. I feel like I'm failing the mission. I'm not going to accomplish the goal if we can't get it done together. And so if you're not following through, man, and, and if we were lacking in that, but I didn't understand their motivation. Right. And so if there are seven and they're not following through with some stuff, I'm like, man, what, what is going on? I don't understand. We're on this mission together. And, and they're just looking at it in a completely different lens. And so it has helped me in a huge way to understand how other people are created uniquely made. God made everyone unique. We tell everybody, we're like, don't stop at just finding out your number. You That would be no point. A message, not a message till it's sent and received. You have to look at all the numbers and figure out it's not enough. Same with all the languages. It can't be like, well, I like gifts. So everybody should give gifts and I'm going to give gifts. Well, that may mean nothing to somebody, you know, right? So finding out how somebody ticks. I would just say that this to our Enneagram threes who are listening, you know, learning and realizing that the gift of God's grace is just that a gift. I couldn't earn it. I couldn't do enough to become more loved, which I do think a lot of threes childhood trauma is being the performer child. You know, we were like pat on the head for good deeds. So we start to relate that to to God or to think God doesn't need anything I can like bring to the table except my willing heart. So I can't act good enough to earn his sale, to earn my salvation. What a laughable thought. You know, I can't earn right. this. I can't right. lead 10 people to the Lord and go, oh, now I'm a better Christian. It doesn't work that way. You know, I have yeah. to absolutely realize that the gift of God's grace is just that. 
And yes, I'll do or say that'll mess it up or there's nothing I'll do or say that'll make him love me more. And if you're listening and that's something maybe you've approached in your life where you just have a hard time feeling like you need to earn God's love, earn the goodness of our father. There's no way that we could ever do that. What could any of us bring to the table that would cause him to love us more? He loves us so much that he died for us. And uh, if you're listening today, we hope you hear that and know that you could sit back and not just we weren't called to be human doings. We are human beings. <laughs> Try to be with God and understand and know that he loves you just where you are, just as you are. Threes and all numbers. <laughs> so good. So yes. good. Well, Amber, it's been a joy to talk to you today. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. It's absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. And friends, we'll be right back with more of The Known Podcast. Well, that's it for this week's episode of The Gnome Podcast. My special thanks to Amber Suiza for joining us. And friends, if you ever want to find out more about us, connect with us, you have questions about the Enneagram, whatever, you can find us online on Instagram at Known Ladies. Please never forget that you are known and loved by God. We'll see you next time.